here we go. This is Happening with Mark Zito and Ryan Sampson. I'm Mark Zito. I'm Ryan Sampson. And this is Happening. Ryan, you have a job every morning as a co-producer of this show. I'm not talking about hosting the morning mashup. Yes. Um, What is your job? I'm supposed to check the app to make sure the episode went up, and you're telling me today it didn't, so I failed. Did you? Well, it just means you didn't even check because today I, I didn't check. You're right. I know that it. This it's currently. You know what? I'm gonna just post this early. I'll just be like, "Hey, everyone, Wednesday show is up on Tuesday to make sure we don't have this problem tomorrow." That's how I do like a make good. Okay, but but uh, um, I know that it wasn't up this morning because I didn't put it up until. This morning, like we recorded <sighs> yesterday and I left that hotel and then I decided to uh, forget to do it, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I usually do check, but this morning I um, I didn't get any sleep. I woke up around like I went to bed like, I don't know, 1130 or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Woke up at one in just crazy pain and haven't been back to sleep. I'm sorry, so, buddy. Is your yeah, back bothering I, you? I, yeah, my back. Well, but but by the way, everyone, I want you to know that if the show's and I I don't want to ignore your back, but if the show's ever you know not on the SiriusXM app, check the podcast service because it's easier for me to upload it there, and therefore yes. that's where it'll be. But uh, it, it you know anyway, this is happening here on a uh, I don't know Tuesday, Wednesday, whatever. Who cares? Yeah, my back. It, it's I, I, there's like one muscle that I pulled in my back, and I can't get it to like fix itself. It sucks. Hurts. I'm sorry. It's all right. Um, you know, another thing that sucks is your fantasy football team. It was bad this week. Yeah, this week was pretty rough. You you committed what I would consider a cardinal sin of fantasy football. And again, I'm not. I'm. I know we talk about it fairly frequently, but I'm not one of those dudes that's like a guy on the league where I live and die by it. But like, <laughs> you gotta fucking start players. You can't just start people who are injured and out and not. What? I, okay, you, you. We talked about my whole travel hell last Thursday. We never talked about it on uh, the well, air. I went through. Okay, off the air, we talked about it. But uh, oh, so for for I went through travel hell. I missed a flight. Um, was running back and forth. Ended up on another flight. And was just all over on Thursday, and I missed the game because of that. Um, I didn't make my changes in time, and Dallas Goddard was in my lineup, and he's injured. So that didn't help me. Not injured. He's got COVID. Right okay, now. so. While we're here, what about also Sammy Watkins, who was out? He played on Sunday. Uh, that one I missed. Okay, I think what I about too many? I I think I have to cut by. I think I have to, I think I have too many teams. What about what about Nick Bosa, who was on a bye and could have been taken out at any time? You uh, lost by that... eighteen points. What I'm saying is, you lost to the only previous winless team in our dynasty league, <laughs> and they didn't deserve to win because they suck. And Wait, am I winless in the Dynasty League? No, you're not winless in the Dynasty League. I didn't think so. You're 3-3 three and three in the Dynasty League. I'm, You've lost three straight. But yeah. what I'm telling you is you could have won this week. Had Like, like you're trying to blame it on just the Thursday night game. You had multiple other chances to... Multiple to, mistakes. Yeah, you, you fucked up real big. Now, you, in our other league, in our big money league, which is not the Dynasty League, your team is asshole. And definitely... It's bad. It's And it should And the thing is, it shouldn't be that bad. Really? Because it... No. Mm, you're 0-6... I am 0-6. Yep, you have not won a game. Let's look at this nope. roster really quick and decide if it should, in fact, be that bad. Your that bad. quarterback is Trevor Lawrence, who is a rookie. By the way, your entire team is on bye this week, so I'm telling you right now, like I, you, you should I look know, at this. I've, I've got to, By the I way, holy shit. Holy fuck, this is poor planning on your part. So there <laughs> we have there are we have eleven player or excuse me, there are seventeen people on the roster in this league, right? Uh-huh. You have uh, also your you're using your IR spot, which you're not even supposed to do, but that's fine. We'll, we'll, that's fine. But there are 17 people on the roster. You have, um, this is hilarious. Oops. One, oh boy. two, three, four. On by this week, you have one, or, or, or out. You have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Not you. You can't even field a team. Like, I like can't field a team. What? What? What type of shit did you do here? And here's here's your team. Your quarterbacks oh. are Ben Roethlisberger, trash, or Trevor Lawrence. Also plays for the worst team in the league. So that's yeah. 
that should be that bad. Uh, you have DeAndre yeah. Hopkins. He's good. Keenan yeah. Allen. He's good. Deontay yeah. Johnson. Not he's, so he's, good. He The Steelers suck he's ass. Okay. His quarterback Steelers blows. Steelers are not doing well. Yeah. Ezekiel Elliott. He's pretty good. Melvin not Gordon the third. Not that great. Jared Cook. Not that great anymore. Young Hoku. Fine. Buffalo's defense. Fine. Uh, you should be okay. But, I, I mean, like, you shouldn't be... Oh, you shouldn't be winless, but your team is far from good. That said, I mean, you just got to You basically need to win out this, the rest of the season to have any hope of making the playoffs yet again in this league. Do you think if I redraft uh, my whole team this week, I might have a chance? Just based on people who are on waivers? I mean, it can't yeah. be much worse. We've hit that point in the season out. where I'm going to try and start doing trades with you, I think. I, this I might, this week might be a, a good week. Yeah, apparently might be. Jared Cook's available. Jared Cook fucking sucks. Both <laughs> tight ends on my team are better than him. This is like uh, also Jared Cook. It, oh, well, he's on by. You do need to get rid of him. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, you didn't even try, and you, you you give people cheap wins, and you screw up the integrity of the league. The integrity of the league. Yeah, well, it's like, because like, who's up against you didn't even really have to play that well this week. That's, no, I mean, dude. Uh, By the way, so you're in, you're in hold fucking. Hold on, I want to go back and look at, let's look at previous weeks. In the other league we're in, you're in 13th place out of 14. You yeah, are the was... fucking worst fantasy I'm a, football I'm player. I'm having rough, it's going rough. Oh, good hold God. Hold on, I want to look at, I want to look at the, let's see, I want to look at the, let's go matchups let's work let's look at week one i lost by all right uh 25 23 points that's a lot of points yep let's see week two again by about the same number still a lot of points i lost by seven points okay a little better week four lost by 15 (laughs) week five lost by 40 yeah week six yeah Lost by 15. Yeah, you suck. Yeah. Oh, I've man. lost one game in that league, and I lost I by... Be a little close. I lost by .22. So, <laughs> anyway. Having a bit. It's, oh, well. Let's see what else we got going on Let's here. Go oh, on. I wanted to talk... We've, we've gone over this before, and you always say that it's not a big deal, but I just kind of... Because I think mm-hmm. this opens up a little bit more of this, and I want to know what you think about yeah, yeah. it. Yeah, um, yeah. And by the way, I, I know what you're going to talk about. Let's not use the thing's name too much because I don't want to fuck up people who are listening to this in their homes. It's such a quality product. <clears throat> um, woman finds Amazon has thousands of recordings of her, all from home devices. Mm-hmm. Um, now, you say this isn't that big of a deal. No, I'm now not I saying say it's that, that big is... of a deal. I'm just like, yeah, what did you think was happening? Well, this is why I don't have Siri and this is why I don't have Alexa. Well, there you go. So now you've said them both. Let's try to limit. The names of the products <laughs> doesn't affect me. Yeah, but a, woman, yeah. a, a woman shocked to discover this is from the mirror. A woman shocked to discover how much information Amazon had collected on her from just a few devices and created a video and shared the shocking truth with others. Okay, this so is, do you have the audio to send me? Um, let's see if there's actual. No, I. Uh, there is, there is on it. I'll send you the article here, and I think the TikTok. Yeah, yeah, send it to me. I'll, I'll start yeah, pulling okay. it up, but talk about it. Okay, hold on. I got I can't do everything at once. Boom, boom. Yeah, send. Do it. Why don't chat. you set your fantasy lineup while we're at it? <laughs> um, it's it. it basically, uh, this is at uh, my dad and not yours on TikTok. She said she put in a request and didn't expect. To... Hold, hold on. This woman's TikTok name is my data not yours. Yeah, so that must be her thing. <laughs> Cool. It turns out that Amazon had her location, all her phone contacts, and thousands and thousands of recordings of her voice collected from products that she gladly bought and placed in her home. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, what did she think was fucking... She opted into all that. They didn't just take her g- I don't phone think, contacts. I don't think most people understand that they're being recorded 24-7 in their home. Uh, I mean, sure, but... You're probably right about that. Like people probably just think, and, and you said this to me, so I'll, I'll credit you. And you're you're probably correct. People probably think that when they say the thing's name, it just pops on and then does whatever it does. Right. But but the thing is, for it to do that, when you really think about it, it needs to constantly be listening for you to say its name. Right. So it has to hear everything you say and send everything you say to the main server wherever it is. 
Here's uh here's here's um this lady's I d- video. I decided hold on, just I'll set this up. I decided to click on the audio one and this is what they have. These are all short oh we'll hear it in the video. Go ahead, yeah. yeah. I requested all of the data that Amazon has on me and here's what I found. So for reference, I have two dots and one echo. We also use smart bulbs. So when I downloaded the zip file, these are all of the folders I came with. I decided to click on the audio one and this is what they have. These are all short voice clips, which is so scary. And this one is of me turning on a light. Is she okay? I was like, I was like, is this rap music on the video? (laughs) There are 3,534 short audio clips in this file alone. I then clicked on contacts and it turns out they have a full list of my contacts from my phone. And I never remember syncing that. Okay, by the way, just just so we're clear, that's not like a smoking gun if you don't remember doing it. <laughs> like, that's... Yeah, but it's something you should. It's not a smoking gun, but it's something you probably should say, oh, yeah, I wanted them to do that. She probably didn't want them to do that. But that's not even what she said. She just said she doesn't remember, remember doing, it. doing it. Well, yeah, she said that she, okay, which is fair. You're right. That's not solid clad proof, but let's believe her that she didn't do it on purpose. She didn't even say that. She She just said, I don't remember doing it. Okay, yeah, but the, 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 the inference here is she doesn't want it. All right. Oh. What? Go, go, go ahead, go ahead. I know that they had, I could have assumed that they had, but I don't love that they have, is my location. If you open up this CSV here, it'll tell you exactly where your Alexa is located, right down to the lat long. So to answer your question, I'm not totally comfortable with everything they have, like in file for more. Okay. Uh, she didn't, she did, I wish she'd played more of the clips. Why? She's probably her, like, screaming at her husband or something. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. I guess it's weird. By the way, uh, coming up later in the show, we have Ricky Velez today. I forgot to mention that at the top. Ricky, comedian Ricky Velez will be here with us. He's got a special coming out on HBO this weekend. But, uh... It, it, I got and, it. I, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, if you want to watch it, you could probably ask your smart device to remind you. <laughs> I got, um... You know, I booked my flight today to, okay. to fly home. I'm in Florida. And like ten minutes after I booked my flight, I get a I get a notification from Uber traveling today. Pre book your flight. Pre book your ride to the airport. Well, that makes sense because all the the fucking apps are all on your phone. I didn't book it on my phone. You don't have the 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 airline app on your phone. Nope. You didn't get an email confirmation. Yep. Yes, I yeah I did. I got an email confirmation, so that means that Uber's reading my email. Yeah, that's fucked. Well, I mean, then take the app off your phone. Yeah, but like the, the, your, this argument is, I have to take every app off my phone. I mean, okay. like, the, the, well, it the, sounds the like you're mad when they have information about you. So yes, yeah, but it's information I don't want them to have about me, and I have literally no control about what information I can give them. That's not. There's hold on. There, there's dude. I never told Uber to read my email, and it said pre-book your ride to the airport. Yes. All right, hold on. Let me see. I'm going to Uber on my phone. I'm gonna. I'm going to the privacy settings of Uber. I want to see what's in here. Uber. Uh. Yeah. Here's the I, thing. Now, and first of all, I I guess maybe I have notifications on, so it can tell me when my car's there. But that doesn't mean I I don't want it notifying me or doing anything. When okay. I'm not using. So it. there's a thing that says uh, Siri and search, and it says in Uber, learn from this app. And that says, allow Siri to learn from how you use Uber to make suggestions across apps. That's great. I don't have Siri. Show suggestions from apps. Suggest apps. Show app and search. Show content and search. So is I think it, if you turned all this off, it would probably stop happening. So don't turn it on, you fuckers. That's the problem. It shouldn't be there. Like, that's creepy as fuck. Oh, my God. You sound like such an old man to me, dude. Like, you opted don't- in. Don't use it. Yeah, but okay, but you realize that what you're saying is is that in order to just do this, I have to become a complete luddite. I have no idea what that world a word means. Does that mean like no technology or some shit? Yes, yes. Okay, no, I'm just saying like you're 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 you're, you're telling me that if I don't want if I don't want apps creeping in on fucking everything I do in my life, just don't use them. Well, but the problem is, is this is how life is done now, and you have to use these apps. So it's basically like give up every shred of privacy you have uh-huh. so that they can market you shit. Or become a caveman. Well, at the very least, you could you could uh, change the settings. Useful. It's for 
fucking sales and marketing. That's it's not even fucking useful. Yeah, but here's the thing, dude. Like you didn't even you didn't even look at the settings on this app and you could have changed them and then you're getting pissed about not looking at them. Like it's partly on you, is it not? No, it's not partly on me. Like you don't None like, of it's you on you. You shouldn't you shouldn't have to assume that you give up that if you want a ride to the airport, mm-hmm. you shouldn't have to assume that you're giving up all your data. Okay. Like that's preposterous that you think that's cool. Again, had you gone into the settings, I think you could have no, turned no, no, off. No, 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 no. They automatically do it. There's no like you should have done this and you should have done this. There's no I shouldn't have to go into the settings. I asked for a ride to the airport. Okay. Like if you go into a fucking McDonald's and order a cheeseburger yeah. and they get all your bank information, that's fucked. Okay, okay, that's a false. You've just created a complete false equivalency. No, I'm not. I'm 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 saying that if you order one thing and just because you order that one thing, that company gets something else that has nothing to do with them. Well, if if McDonald's offers you a soda, then, you know, it makes sense because you're in there. I mean, like traveling to the airport. And what I'm telling you is with your with your Uber app, you probably could just turn off okay. the cross app it, stuff. And you're saying yeah, I don't shouldn't turn have it to. on. It should never be on. It should never be there. It should be illegal. It should not be there. It's creepy as fuck. And it's just if I want to use technology, I shouldn't have to give up everything. OK, I'm seeing I'm looking up Uber suggest ride to the airport. Um, and see why like you see it on my phone right uh i sent you the i sent you the screenshot when where to my texts yeah okay um well i think one it's because it fucking knows you're in a different spot than you're in than you're normally in yeah, I didn't ask it to do that yeah but Stop i'm telling you doing then shit. turn off you. location oh. services but Uber doesn't work without a location service. But you can turn it on when you're using the app. But also, like, yeah, Uber's a, a prime example of an app where I guess you can't turn it off. So either d- don't use it or or the whole app is based on I, knowing I just, where you are. I just your your stance on this to me is so maddening because it's it's basically like, yeah, you have to give up all your shit. There's nothing of yours left. That's like, you sure. OK, think about what you're saying. I'm saying, hey, to use Uber. You need to have location services enabled on your phone. And you're taking that to, you need to give up everything about yourself. That's what you're saying. I'm no, not that saying you're, that. You're saying that I should just give into it and, and, and accept that it's like this. For and location services. And just follow their little fucked up suggestions. <laughs> I'm saying if you want to use their product, no one's putting a fucking gun to your head. Like, this is, this is what I was like, people are always like, can you believe what Facebook's doing with our fucking data? And I'm like, oh, look, I'm not psyched about it, but don't use it. They, yeah, they can't get your data if you're not giving them your fucking data. But here's the thing, Mark, is that, is that one day you're telling me all this, right? Mm-hmm. And tomorrow we'll go and I'll, it'll be like, well, I, you'll say like, well, just tell Siri to do it. And I'm like, I don't use Siri. And you're like, why? And I'm like, refer back to the other show. Yeah. And I'll just be like, okay, this is the catch 22 of how was I feeling today? I don't know. <laughs> like, 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 in the, it, it, look, I don't use, I have uh, Amazon products. I'm realizing that I have three in the house. Two are muted, and one, I don't even know, like, I, in hindsight, I don't even know why I have them. I used to use them to, yeah. to just ask what the weather was, because I found that, I know this sounds stupid, Cause, but cause I- you didn't have a window. Yeah, but I, well, okay, well, I didn't have thermal-seeking <laughs> eyes, okay? So, that's why. That's one of my favorite uh, Onion uh, headlines, is, man with thermal-seeking eyes says it's not that cold out, based on- <laughs> looking out the window but my favorite one is supreme court rules supreme court rules (laughs) um but but the the i i the the offshoot of that is for some reason i felt like when i lived in an apartment building it was harder to tell what the weather was i don't know why okay i just felt like i was like i don't know we're really insulated in here (laughs) climate control yeah now i just open the front door and be like okay okay uh but but to the to to your point or concern, it's like there is a way around this. And yes, do I wish that companies had more um, more respect? Pl- yeah, and plans in place for data. Yeah, but it's like you can't if you trust any of these big companies, you're a fucking idiot. You're a rube. You just can't trust them, or you need to decide. You're uh, telling me to trust them more. 
No, I'm telling you to just get over it or don't use their product. Yeah, get over it is trust them more. Well, it or like, just get forget over about it, it. Is is be like, yeah, that's that's trust them more. Like I'm I'm not like I. This is you have to stand up to this. If we all just go along with it, then it's only going to get worse. I realize that I'm about to make the technological equivalent argument of well, if you don't want to get pulled over by the cops, don't break any laws. But like. If you're not doing anything weird, who gives a shit? Like, it's like, not about weird. Like, you're mad it's, that it's... they suggested a ride to the airport. Out of curiosity, are you yeah. going to take an Uber to the airport? No. Why? Because uh, there's a local service that I'm using. I'm using I'm using Longboat Key Limo. Are you really? Yes. Why don't you just take a fucking Uber? It's so much easier and more convenient. Because those motherfuckers are snooping on my email. So you're never taking I might Uber have again. Taken, I might have taken an Uber, but now I'm not. So you're never taking Uber again. I, dude, I've been, I've been, I've, my Uber um, usage has dramatically uh, gone down, especially in the city. I'm back to yellow cabs as much as I can. Okay. So again, that's something where most people are not going to have the option to just hail a cab. Yeah. Um, but. It, <laughs> Have you thought about maybe just turning off the app permissions? I'm gonna Uber. I don't want to have to reconfigure every email. app every time I. Don't you understand? I don't want to have to reconfigure every app every time I need to do something. I have a question. Like, why don't you? Why don't you at Uber like, on Twitter? Why is, why is it? Why is it up to me and not them for overstepping their bounds? Why am I the crazy one? Because someone else has overstepped their bounds. I want to be clear. Technically, in my opinion, I don't think they have overstepped their bounds because there's user agreements that you click through and you agree to, right? So, yeah, but you, you just put up, I mean, like, this is the, this is the human centipede episode of, of South Park. Yes. I mean, you can't, you knows what the fuck is in these things. <laughs> I'm not, I'm just telling you're you. You're sticking it's, up for them. Well, I'm, you're acting like, oh, well, I fucking, can you believe this shit? And it's like, yeah, dude, you technically agreed to it. Do you know how many waivers and shit you sign on a, like a daily basis that you don't even really realize? Yeah, but you're acting like I have a choice. Oh, no, you, you, you don't really. But also, like, acting completely indignant about it is, is pretty wild. Like... My question: Why don't you are... Why don't you tweet at Uber customer service without being a dick and ask like, "Yo, how do I make this not happen?" Because I found that to be very strange, and see if they respond. They're gonna give me the same response because they don't care, dude. Do you think any corporation in this company or in this country gives a fuck about you? I don't know. May I? Maybe corporations are people, and I care about you. <laughs> I, like, why don't you? Why can't you? Why don't you try, no? Because you know and I know that there isn't a single company in this country that has customer service. That's... There is somebody in another country reading off a script and and there's ab- and the feedback that you give them gets back to nobody. I actually... They're just they're just there so you are not pissed off enough to to like Um, you know them. what? Uh, okay. I think in a lot of cases that may be true. However, they being they being hired... I, I will say this. So, you know, I do events for SiriusXM. When somebody sends an email to, let's say, our CEO or something, and it concerns something involved involving me, or when we get a tweet about an event or they email someone about something mm-hmm. they liked or didn't like, that shit gets back to me, and we do react to it when appropriate. So I don't fully agree that the now look is one. No, 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 no. You're not. You're not in those cases. You're not trying to make the customer happy. Maybe you aren't. Maybe I'm. I'm being a little accusatory. No, I. I, We actually are. But I think a lot of times it's a cover your ass thing. No, 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 no. Not 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 when I've done it. Um, and to that point, like I find that on Twitter you do get a real person. They might be like. Like, either they'll be like, yo, that's just a strange coincidence, which I think is possible, by the way. It, and is it, d- like, p- because perhaps it's due to location services and Uber knowing. Like, look, I'll tell you what. I use Apple CarPlay, right? Um, eventually, the car just figured out where I live because it used to say, when I moved to Connecticut, it used to say two hours to home when I'd be in yep. Connecticut. And I'd be yep. like, oh, that's to Hoboken. And then... It just started knowing that I live here now, and it yep. was like 15 minutes to home. 
Yep. That's 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 one reason why I don't use Siri. But I also th- I don't use it either. But no, but it's off. The cloud is off. Siri is off. It's not activated. It's off. Where I'm going with this is I'm sure I could turn that off if I needed to. I just didn't. No, you can't use CarPlay. Huh? I don't get CarPlay because I don't have Siri. Um. Well, I made the decision that I would rather have CarPlay than that, I guess. Yeah. Like, oh. it's, 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 I don't understand. It, it's just... I, I guess it's like we've we've had this talk. This is like the week of so far. This is the week of arguments we've already had. <laughs> yeah, but there's the thing is, I love them because they're great arguments that never like. There's new things about them. There, you know what I mean. Like, there's still a lot more there's to cover. Like, I, I guess if you like, if you came to me in a vacuum and you said, "Hey, do you want this big corporation to know this information about you?" I'd be like, no, I'd prefer they didn't. I don't see the point. But then the minute you say, okay, that's fine. You can totally make that choice, which you can. But then you can't, they will not allow you to use their services. Then it becomes a negotiation to me where I'm willing to then kind of put some stuff on the table and say like, all right, fuck, I guess I want to use Uber. I want to use this. If that's what it costs, in addition to the monetary value, fine. Which you've also decided that, by the way. You're acting like you haven't, but you have. No, I have, but I, in, in just more and more and more, I, I want to use less and less things like, like trust is, is, is a huge thing. And I, there are so few companies out there that earn it. What's a company that has earned your trust? Bic pens. Never had a bad rolling pen. Uh, no, but I mean, as far as, okay, let's put it this way. An app that I use Auntie all the Anne's time. pretzels. God an damn app- it. Sometimes they're a little stale, but that company gives you the goods. No, an app that I've used all the time that so far has not violated any of my rules, right? And mm-hmm. I realize that that's subjective. Yeah. Uh, Dunkin' Donuts. Dunkin' I use Donuts. The, I use the Dunkin' Donuts app every day. It has never stepped out of line. Okay. First of all, I think it's hilarious that you can be like, you, you like this leads to one day you talking about these apps like they're sentient beings, which I mean, I guess they kind of are based on the way yeah. you're discussing them. But like you, you come to me and being like, I'm annoyed. And me being like, what's up, Ryan? By the way, I just realized the hypothetical scenario that I'm about to describe is literally what's happening right now. But okay. it's, but, you, but you're you basically like, that- Dunkin' Donuts made me mad today. The app stepped out of line, which is like literally <laughs> what we're fucking talking about well but no the equivalent would be because yeah. just what uber did that they read my email allegedly and sent sent me a, a notification saying want to book a ride to the airport right that would be like duncan realizing that my phone becomes active and that i just checked my instagram or my email at six in the morning and they send me a notification that says want a cold brew this morning yeah, but but just so it's you the know same shit just it's the so, same shit just so we're clear yeah that would come down to you having notifications on, and it's completely possible they could do that without knowing what you were looking at just because people drink coffee in the motherfucking but, morning. But there is a person making those decisions. And that person and those and, and thankfully they haven't whoever whoever the asshole is at Uber that did that, like, fuck you. So it sounds like what you're really mad about is push notifications. <laughs> I know I'm really mad. I'm actually mad at the people that develop these apps that that don't like have forced us into the, this shitty scenario. So Steve and Jobs I'm, and I'm and I'm mad at people and I'm no, not Steve Jobs. I'm mad at like the everyday developers who write the language and write the code and let this shit go by. And and like and and for everyone else who just accepts it. You know what I've noticed and I know that I probably bitch more than you on the show. It's the same, and, and hold on, I'll stop really one sentence. It's the same way I feel about architects. You fucked up this country. Yeah. It's ugly. I was just going to say, yeah. Ryan has never been complimentary of anyone on the program. Never. <laughs> Ryan <laughs> could do your job. Ryan, Ryan Sampson could do your job better, cheaper, faster, more efficient, <laughs> in a way that made more people happy, Yep. in a way that was more successful. Probably could. Yes, exactly. Ryan Sampson. Hey, do you have a problem? Ryan's your guy. Heart surgery? Call up old Sammy Sams. Got it. Yeah, just Ryan has never, you've never said they do a really good job. I've at least, I at least do that sometimes. Yeah, and then you said all app developers are terrible. No, no, what I said is I'm mad at the app developers that develop these kind of things. Man, Shakespeare's cloud. 
literally <laughs> they, go th- they, they do these intrusive in these they do these intrusive things okay <laughs> just again i really want you to tweet at uber maybe they'll surprise you maybe they'll be like oh you got to turn off this and this and then that won't happen maybe i'll go in and look but i don't know i'm probably pretty much done with them anyway all right as as little as little as possible let's put it that way feel like we really kind of got nowhere there but uh you know that's sometimes that happens i guess i don't i don't know <laughs> like i want you can you at least commit to tweeting at uber please i guess yeah people I'll, can I'll watch along as ryan tries to contact uber customer service and <laughs> no, ask it'll be i won't tweet at them it'll be a dm but on twitter not via the app yeah, and no, also I'll why DM don't you tweet at them I'll... why can't we watch this i want to watch it play out Okay. I want a big brother this situation. I want access <laughs> to your customer service follies. Okay. All right, we got Ricky Velez coming up in a little bit. But before then, Ryan, you you desperately wanted to talk about what? By the way, well, now I realize Ron always used to do that to Fez when he wanted to switch topics. And I was always like, oh, why doesn't he know what he wants to talk about? And I would kind of be like, oh, because he doesn't care what it is. And they'll just <laughs> talk about something else now. And now I do it when I don't know what I'm going to talk about. I just, yep. Yeah. Well, so we have a choice. This is a choose-your-own-adventure. Yeah. Um, we can talk about teachers or firemen. By the way, who do you think is more important in society? Teachers. I agree. Yeah, I mean, fire, you know, teach, fi- uh, yeah, teachers, teach a teacher's people. more important until your fucking house is on fire, but there's just <laughs> no, less house fires. They had to teach someone how to put it out. Okay, but I mean school teachers. Like, oh, okay. like, like here's the thing. If I work at a subway... And, you know, I'm, I'm a sandwich artist and somebody tells me the correct way to slice the bread. They're not a I don't consider them a teacher. I mean, yes, they taught me that one thing. But I'm talking uh-huh. about the profession of school teacher versus fireman. So, OK, would you rather talk about school teachers or firemen? School teachers. School teachers. This is from uh, Metro.co.uk. Mm. Um, teacher sacked for staring at students breasts claims. Oh. He had wrong contacts in. So what did he have the 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 contacts in that aged down the breasts by, by or aged up the breasts by 15 years? So it wasn't super weird. A teacher lost his job for being inappropriate to female pupils and staring at their bodies. Yeah, Josh pupils Taylor, on pupils. Am I right? 53 invaded the personal space of girls as young as 17 during English class uh, on September 27th in 2018. So one day after they reported the incident, uh, it's in Wales, so I'm not going to try to pronounce it. Uh Uh, They fired him. Wait, I I mean, okay, this is one day. That's what it said is is on one day. So he appealed Uh. the decision where he'd worked for 23 years because the date was September 27th, 2018. Um, He's he's been successful with some of the claims, but a judge has ruled against Taylor's Taylor exhibited inappropriate behavior of a sexual nature. Taylor's whose Taylor, whose eyesight is affected by his diabetes, tried to say he was not able to stare at anything during class because he was wearing old contacts lenses, which had given him a headache. Meaning he took them out. No, meaning he had the wrong contacts in. He had an old pair of contacts in. So therefore, he was getting a headache because of the blurry vision. And that's what was making him stare is sort of how I'm gathering this. Okay. See, or now, he was not in a position to stare at anyone with focus. So I don't – I'm not trying to, like, be on the side of this dude, you know, like, staring down young students. However, and, you know, once is too many times – but yeah. that being said, you really would think that if somebody was going to lose their fucking job over this, it would happen more than one day. Oh, hold on. Around four months before this lesson, Taylor had already been giving a warning for emphasizing the word cock in a female pupil's name. See, see, yeah, all right. <laughs> there, you see, like, this is one of those things where it's like, Ryan, I need you to read the whole story. That's really kind of like Jane Woodcock. Yeah, just, 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 yeah. All right. Was he married? Does it say if he's married? Uh, no, I don't think it says. Does he have kids? Because I want to tell you that shit matters. Like I being, being like the father to a daughter now, I know this sounds like stereotypical bullshit, but like I do kind of be like, okay, 
I'm going to talk a little differently. I'm going to not do things the way I used to do them. And also, being a high school teacher, it's it's so odd. Because when you're in high school, you're like, oh, God, these girls are so hot, right? Like, you're like, fuck, these girls are hot. This is crazy. It's amazing I get to go to school with all these hot girls. And then, you know, I had to go back to my high school to give that speech. Yeah. Like a couple months ago or last year or whatever it was. And I was like, these girls are children. What the fuck? <laughs> I was like, we let these people vote, some of them? Right. Oh, my God. So it's like the yep. idea. I feel, though, like if you were going to pick one teacher, one teacher of subject that's like normally probably going to be a creepy teacher, you'd have to say English teacher, right? You think it's English? Yeah. Oh, because they're always like, they talk about your feelings. How did this work make you feel? Blah, blah, blah. Dead Poet Society shit. Yes. I think I had told you this before, but I taught my senior, high school senior English class. Why? Um, The teacher, I guess a few years before, had had a stroke. Uh, Put the wrong contacts in? No, I oh. he didn't put the wrong contacts in. But any, so basically, is we would just read books, right, and and yeah. and discuss them, and and so every day, like I started this once as a joke, and then I just kept doing it. But I would raise my hands and be like, "Mr. Jones, can I teach today? The class is yours." What? And he, yeah, dude, I swear to God. Did everyone hate you? No, everyone thought it was fucking hysterical, and I would take his lesson plan and I would just go down his lesson plan and do what he had. I did, dude. I taught like half the days. It was just the mood I was in. I'd write, Mr. Jones, can I teach today? The class is yours. <laughs> this this strikes me as something you may have thought was cool that everyone was like, that weird chubby kid teaches our English class. <laughs> I mean, think about what you're saying here. <laughs> we just basically read things. Out did loud. you was... did you ever come up with your own lesson plan? Uh, sometimes I'd switch it up a little bit, but really, like, we were always focusing on the same books. So, what type like, of you know, grade we... did you get in that class? Oh, I got an A. I Good. Got... I would hope yeah. so. Yeah, I got, I fucking teacher. <laughs> I don't but, know. like, we would read a whole book. Like, we would read The Great Gatsby, right? And so, basically, all I'd have to do is, like, okay, now you read. The now, Great. You know, I, is for me, I gotta be honest, he's the greatest Gatsby. He's the only Gatsby <laughs> I've ever met. And I, I think it's, like, I think it's time we anoint him the greatest Gatsby. Um, hey, but... Uh, somebody else who's great, uh, special this weekend, HBO, uh, Ricky Velez, special's called Here's Everything. He's a comic I've seen before, the Comedy Cellar in New York City, finally getting his, you know, I mean, he's been in the King of Staten Island with P, uh, Pete Davidson, you may recognize him from that, but I feel like, you know, he's going to really start, uh, you're going to start seeing him a lot of places. He used to be on the nightly show with Larry Whitmore, um, or Will. Wilmore, Wilmore, right? Why did yeah, I say well, that wrong? I'm an idiot. But uh, but but Ricky Ricky's gonna be here uh, with us. We interviewed him, and uh, we're gonna play that right now. Ryan, do you have any thoughts before we do that? No, that's it. All right, enjoy the interview with uh, Ricky Valles. I'm Mark Zito. I'm Ryan Sampson. And this is happening. All right, joining us right now, uh, new special on HBO, October 23rd, 10 p.m. It's called Here's Everything. Ricky Valles is here. Ricky, thanks for coming on the show. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. So did Congratulations. You know, yeah. Thank it, you. Did you know that when you released a special that you were going to have to do so many interviews? Because at least at SiriusXM, I feel like you are everywhere today. I, uh, yeah, I, I, you know, this is like a part of it that I never really thought about. So, uh, yeah, no, it's a lot of work, but it's fine. It's cool. I mean. Now, now when, when this special, when, when this special was announced, um, I, I was like, I want to say it was like a year ago, right? And then it was sort of, uh, it was during the pandemic, but it, you didn't shoot it until recently. Was, was there ever a point where you like, oh, I don't know if this is ever going to get done or actually happen? Or were you? Yeah, I mean, everybody had those dark days in pandemic where you're just like, I'm never going to get to do what I like to do before. Like that day <laughs> is done. So uh, yeah, definitely had doubts of things happening again. I was like, I mean, Thank God things turned around. But yeah, there was many of times I was worried that, but HBO was so cool and Judd made me feel comfortable enough that I knew it was going to happen sooner or later. It was just a matter of doing it the best, safest way. So what's your writing process like for for a special like this? Do you sit down and go like, all right, I'm going to start from scratch and go? Or do you have ones that you sit in the bag and go, okay, I'm going to wait on this for the special? Or how how do you decide what goes in the big special? I, uh, I've never put anything on TV, so this is the first thing. So I have everything in the bag. And then on top of it, I just like 
definitely had different thoughts when we got out of pandemic. So I had to go out and basically do four or five months of touring to get it to where I thought it was perfect. Now, when you when you choose to shoot this, I know you're a New York guy and you shot it, I think, at Brooklyn Steel, which is yeah. which is one of my favorite venues in the in the city. I just think it's like really awesome there. It's cool. It's real cool. Do you get input on that or does Judd Apatow, who I know produced this, say that's where we're doing it? No, no. Uh, everything's a discussion. And that's one of the coolest things about working with Judd is very much a discussion and it's never just this is what's happening. Um and uh, yeah, Brooklyn Steel, I had done a show there before. They had never done a special. I really liked it when I did the show there. And I was like, this is the spot. And when we walked in, I think we still had in mind if there was chance that we had to do social distancing or uh, uh, not allow in as many people as we were able to. But um, yeah, it all just worked out for us. It really did. We picked a date and went. Now, so venue wise, like what's it, what's it, what's important to you venue wise? Do you just want a big marquee name that everyone's going to know? Is there something about a particular stage or the way the crowd looks in front of you that's important to you to make sure, you know, you get a particular venue? I think the most important thing about any of it is sound. It's sound, it's sound and feeling comfortable in the space. And it was a space that I had already done really well in. So I felt comfortable and then I knew how it sounded while I was there too. So we had to hear yourself or hear the audience. Both. Both. And um, I mean, it's such an amazing music venue for a reason. And um, it has to do with the sound in that room. Yeah, that's uh, Ryan. That's in one of, uh, you know, my other in my other job, in addition to hosting this show, I do events for SiriusXM and we put the killers in that room one time. And it was one of the coolest concerts we've ever done because it's just the, the vibe of that place is so great. So when I saw that it was popping up as the place you chose to do your special, I thought that that was awesome. Now, Normally, did you shoot only one show or did you shoot multiple sets? We shot two shows. We shot two shows, same night. Did you cut them together or did you use one? We cut them together, but I believe the second show was where I had like the most fun. See, because that's what I've always wondered. Like, is there, did you feel less pressure going out to do the second one because you knew you had one that potentially already worked or did you? Yeah, I had it. uh, I I got like, I got After the first show, they were like, okay, now it's in the bag. Go have fun. And I was like, all right, cool. And uh, my writing partner, who I love, this guy, Judah Miller, I turned to him in my green room and I was like, what would you, like, from first show to second show, what would you change? And he goes, my favorite thing about watching you is watching you have fun. So I was like, okay, let's go have fun. And the second show was just incredibly fun. That's awesome. That That's yeah. that's something that I always, it's you, because I feel like, in the comedians we've talked to on this show, they do end up saying like, we used a lot from the second one because that's when I felt like the pressure was finally off. Um, well, it was, it was cool because like I did the first one and HBO came back and they were so happy. So I was just like, oh, thank God. Like, we're good, <laughs> we're good. But um, I felt good after the second show, but I definitely uh, came out looser on the second one and uh, it was it was great. How did, th- how did this special get get to HBO like how did they get involved because I do think there's still you know with a lot of comedians releasing stuff on Netflix or somewhere else I do think there's still something really cool about being like I have that Saturday night HBO stand-up special spot like how did how'd you get in business with them uh I got in business with them a a few years ago they uh start we started talking and then um uh right before um Right before I started working with Judd, they came out to watch me and I ran an hour. And then when I started working with Judd, he brought it up and he was like, yeah, let's go do it. So we, uh, HBO had known who I was at this point and we've been around each other and they liked what I was doing and they're a cool, cool company. I mean, I can't, I can't thank them enough for putting me in the position they have. They went ahead and they really, really, really like waited with me, did not pressure me and it, it, it turned out the way it has. HBO's doing like Ricky Velez night on Saturday. I was I was looking up, you know, the schedule because obviously your special airs 10 p.m. 
uh, October 23rd on HBO, but at the same time on HBO two is, is the King of Staten Island. So they're, they're really, oh, word. I didn't know that. that's, that's awesome, man. I didn't even know that. That's yeah, really I, up, I was like, Oh, really? Uh, really? We're they're betting big on you. I'm, I'm so. collecting, I'm collecting a few checks on Saturday. huh? Yeah. <laughs> so was there anybody, uh, in the crowd, like physically that you were really proud of that got to be there or anyone that meant anything to you that, you know, got to see the special? Um, yeah, but just having my brothers there was probably the most important thing to me. Um, that my in-laws, just my small circle, you know, I have a small circle of friends that are real important to me. They've helped me through this whole business and um, getting where I'm going. And uh, I mean, who was there that would be fun to talk about? Know who was there, who I love, and he's my homie, uh, Trayvon Free. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. And uh, he's just the nicest guy in the world. And I didn't even know he was going to make it. And he just walked into my green room. And I was just so happy <laughs> and glad to see him. I thought it was cool, too, in the in the uh, in the credits of your special. I think your son was there for the tape. Yeah, early, yeah, early yeah, in the day. Yeah, how, old is, how old is he? He just turned three. All right. So I, I have a daughter that just turned one. I got to ask through this whole pandemic, do you guys have a nanny or anything like that? Or do you and your wife do it all? Yeah, yeah. well, we, we have somebody yeah, that helps us out, but we didn't have anybody through the pandemic. We kind of uh, loaned it, which was really crazy. What, what is, uh, is there anything that, <laughs> when, when you're, do you talk about your son a lot, any material? Because I know, I know obviously you oh, talk yeah. about his birth. But I, I talk um, about I talk about like raising him and just like the yeah. new age compared to the old age of it. And that, yeah, I, I definitely like talk about like it. It was funny. I saw Ray Romano maybe like a month ago or two months ago, not a month ago over at the cellar. And he was doing bits about his kids and his kids were in the audience. And I kind of <laughs> like thought I was like, at what point do I stop shitting on my child? And I was yeah. like, <laughs> Kids are like 20, 30 years old. Like that's, that's what you just do. Like, so. <laughs> well, see, because I've, uh, do you have, and you know, I'm not trying to too, put you on the spot too much, but do you already have new material ready to go? Because, you know, you release the special and I imagine this is when everyone's going to be like, holy shit, I got to go see Ricky Velez. So I was, uh, I went ahead and I did, uh, I did, I did an article with a uh, vulture that was really cool. And their thing was about, um, people like restarting their sets and um I kind of put my ass to the burner and went ahead and like was at the cellar with maybe four minutes of material trying to stretch it into 15 and at this point like I have a really strong 20 um I didn't like the idea of like doing the victory lap and still doing material that I already had I wanted to cut cut it and get yeah. right back to it how was it feeling out the audiences and stuff like that when you were getting back? Because the comedy cellar is like you literally are sitting on someone else's lap when you're in there. It's a tiny little venue. And I'm sure they had to have people spaced out to some degree. Like, how did the audiences feel or were they nervous or, or were, were way into it? I waited. I didn't I didn't go back until I was uh, like fully dosed up. And um, I, you know, it was jarring at first. Um I was able to do some shows like during COVID on like some farms and whatnot. But like, other than that, like it was really crazy to be back inside. Yeah, but um, it was, it was even crazier because like the places that I hit right away were very much like Arizona and Florida. And then it was <laughs> just like my first show in Arizona, I didn't realize there was no mass mandate at all. So people were just walking in. And that was yeah. the first time out of New York and away from my kid after pandemic where I was like, oh, this is crazy. Like, this is a totally different way of which I was living. Yeah, especially like, you know, I'm on the road doing events for, for us. And on my way home, I'm always like, all right, well, I guess I'm vaccinated. But like, should I should I be testing myself before I go like pick my kid yeah. up or whatever? Like. It's a wild well, last, last summer when we were doing the, the stuff on like the farms and the rest of that, like we were only going based on tests, not even like get having a vaccine. So mm -hmm. like it was even scarier then than it is now. Is it almost on some level because I haven't seen a lot of uh, COVID humor out there, but on some level, is it still too soon? Um, no, I just think uh, so many people are tired of it. I think people are really, really, really tired of it. I think, uh, I think people want to move on. I think people are really excited about life again. And all this is just hard. 
I mean, insofar as how it pertains to you and writing and humor in your career. Like there's not a, I, for some reason, I, maybe I'm just not seeing it, but I don't feel like there's enough fun being made of some of the stuff that's going on. I think, I think what happens to it is you kind of put it, I didn't do it in the special. But I did a, a few things here and there, but I didn't do all of it because like, it's just like they, you put a timestamp on your, uh, on your special as well. That, that's actually a really good point. I hadn't thought about it like that because, you know, hopefully yeah. five years from now we watch it and it's still really funny, but it's not like the masks. What's the deal? Like it's fucking sucks yeah. masks everywhere. It's like weird to listen to like Chris Rock talk about George W. Bush. Like yeah. it's weird. Like, you know, I, I that stuff is time stamped. I, I, at the same time, like I, I do take uh, there is certain things that time it. But at the same time, like I wanted to stay away from the COVID stuff. I think I think just as who I am. I'm so tired of discussing it and being a part of it. Like, it's just so draining. And it was like, it was such a terrible time, especially for comics. You know, like our art was taken away from us completely. You have, you, even if you want to practice our art, you need an audience. Mm-hmm. So like the zoom shows were not good. The, the, <laughs> the, the other shows that were going on were subpar and it was just not, it, it, it was it was really hard for a lot of people. It was a lot of people that were around me as well. So you mean like people like flashing their headlights at you or whatever the fuck is supposed to be the rule? I mean, yelling at cars like it was the craziest thing watching people go through that. Like That's it was wild. just mine. Yeah. Where are you watching the special on Saturday night? Um, I'm just doing it small with a few friends and uh, getting like getting some good food and just chilling out. And then I'm going down to the cellar and doing shows. Oh, really? So you're going to, you're going to, you're not taking Saturday night off. You're, you're going into work on Saturday night. That's awesome. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, you actually are one of my favorite comics to see at the cellar. My wife and I frequently talk about uh, a story that's in the, uh, in the special and I won't spoil it, but it's about you going on vacation with your, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so I remember, I remember seeing you run that one night at the cellar and my wife and I were dying, but the, I do have to, is that true? Like, is everything yeah, that's that is wild. That is Everyone. true. All right. There are Dominican drug dealers in the ocean. That is a real <laughs> thing, man. That could be the Dominican that, Republic is wild. That that can be the tease. By the way, what does your what does your wife do for work? Because you always talk about her very fondly, but it she seems like you're quite different. She worked in fashion, she worked in fashion for a really long time, and now she's a stay-at-home mom and she's awesome at it. That's awesome. That's that's yeah. really great. Well, she comes up a lot in the special and let it let that be the tease to this story. Ricky Velez hears everything. It's it, it's HBO, October 23rd, 10 p.m. And you can hear all about Dominican drug dealers in the ocean. <laughs> Ricky, uh, congratulations. We wish you nothing but the best. And, and thank, you so thank, thank you so much. Thank you. Come down to the cellar on Saturday. Bye.